Alright, here we are with Stars Without Number Revised, Black Star, Season 2, Episode 2. I am Devin, the Game Master, and to my left we have X playing Y. Nicole playing Magnetar. And Peter's Gaius Kalis. Alright gang, who would like to recap uh, the very non-exciting things that happened last session? I killed a T-Rex. A Mecha T-Rex. Uh, we found a lot of cute little robots. A lot of them. Some of them more disastrous than others. We found some lost boy Furbies. Also, we found uh, a ghost of cotton candy. You did? Yep. <clears throat> Anything you want to add to that? Well, we also found a god key. Oh, that's not important. And then Transformer. That also happened. Oh yeah, we missed Decepticon. Decepticon! Uh, Hicks on hanging out with puppies. Oh yeah, Hicks is hanging out with a bunch of golden retrievers. Yes. Hey, Hicks got the got the good end of that stick. Definitely. Nah, get a plain patch. <laughs> stick, stick, stick. And yeah, you guys recruited a gumball machine nanny robot. <sighs> Ghost of cotton candy has joined the crew. It'll be so useful. She's a people person. That's nice. Yeah, it's a people person? The robot's a people person. The robot's a people hit. Well, hopefully it'll be earning its keep. It seems that our wages are kind of high in this ship. Yeah! Money, money, shares. money! Shares! Shares, Peter! They're stealing! <laughs> yeah, that's why taking anyone on board and the crew is like, Oh no, I have to give you how many thousands of credits? Fuck this shit, airlock. <laughs> Robot! You're not my mom, nannybot. <laughs> Let's get out of here for one of those things kills Gaius. <laughs> yes, you went into an old research lab for the mandate. Uh, you were looking for companion, compa pet companion AI robots and thought you found them, but they were really just a robot venereal disease. And then you found <laughs> the real ones holed up in a secret bunker with a frozen Decepticon. Thundercracker, to be specific. Yep. And then you freed him, and then he went on his way and didn't vaporize you. That's good. He wouldn't want to be vaporized. No, that would suck. <laughs> she probably had, like, ship-grade weapons or something, or at least mech-grade weapons. That wouldn't be fun. Yeah, she has both, because he's a, he's a mech and a fighter jet and a stat block. And they, they basically, they're, they're scaled at the same rate, by the way. I looked into it. Okay. So, <laughs> getting shot by him is being shot by a mech cannon. <laughs> yeah. Not right. Just take him, get him out, and pack myself into him. That is not how that works. They're not. He's not a robot. He's he's a life form. Well, just remove its spark, and it'll be fine. That's not how it works. Fumigate it. Fumigate it. Get the ghost out. <laughs> yeah. It's not how that works. The little, ghost little, and the shell. You know, remove the ghost. And you have a whole shell. It's not technology. It's biology. Yeah. Close enough. No. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to tell him that he was a robot, that he was made, and now he started a race war. <laughs> race, race, race. I mean, we were asking, oh, is he VI or what? But not a good thing to be asking. <laughs> I mean, we need to establish the baseline here. We're just, you know, dumb, primitive apes. Some of us. He has been fighting this war for 60 million years. That's nice. All right. So, yeah. 
You guys are no longer in that Mandy facility. Who calls government is taking it over. That's but it. you recruited the robot nanny, and you have you picked you kept one of the teddy bears, didn't you? I mean, we kept all of the teddy bears. I mean, I just yeah. meant for personal, like not not putting them back in the original packaging. <laughs> I think I kept the prototype. What was his oh, name? Yeah. His name is Brixby. 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 I hope that was his name. It is. Sounds about right. Yeah. And you also kept a scraplet. I did. I did. I'm putting it in like an aquarium. An aquarium with like transparent aluminum glass or whatever. It eats aluminum? Not metal. You didn't eat all the metal in your base. Remember there was metal kind of everywhere? It eats everything but metal? No, it eats Cybertronian organisms. It was eating metal! Yeah, it's like a yeah. supplement. So yeah, we're... I think you're fine is what I'm trying to get across here. Alright. You can also use composite materials. <laughs> yeah. Like transparent ceramics. Exactly. Stuff they put on space shuttles. So he has like an aquarium on your like in your bedroom where it's just like a little bitey guy. <laughs> I feed him. But I'm worried about him reading. <laughs> Reading. Breeding. I heard reading. <laughs> well, if one reads, just take it, smash it in your, you know, big manly hands and... Crush it up and feed it to him. <laughs> He's your baby. Oh no, you turned them cannibalistic. I mean, that's something like Viva Piñata or something. Viva Piñata. Jesus Lord. Where you can take the parents, break them up into candy, and feed the candy to the children. Holy shit, Peter. <laughs> the Viva <laughs> Piñata cinematic universe is dark. Uh, joke. Um, yeah. So, what are what are your guys' plans? I mean, you're the ones who are leaving the planet with a cargo hold full of swag. <laughs> well, I think the plan was we're going to Iscaria. That's in the. To get skin. Yeah, to flesh that <laughs> sex bot. Skin to flesh it. Oh my god, that's flesh. such a. Visceral way to put that. <laughs> so yeah, it's an aggressive term. <laughs> uh, okay, let's look at the map then. Alright, I will pause while you start figuring. Alright, so you had to you check the map, so how many jump how long is it to get to a scare it? Uh, less than three days. It's not bad. So what did you guys buy in Hukal 1? So we got 54 tons of drone VR pods, which are post-tech tools. We still got colony supplies from our previous destination, our whatever homeland. Which, uh, yeah, 22 units with 2.2 tons. And yeah, we got those Furby robots with 10 units of them, which are compact, so only one ton each. Oh yeah, they like they wanted to be sold too. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, we want to be slaves. There's no moral ambiguity here. <laughs> Never any moral ambiguity. <laughs> oh slavery. Why does it always come up? <laughs> it keeps happening and we keep not meaning it to happen. I mean, don't we? <coughs> uh, it keeps happening. It's so financially viable. Yeah. This harvest is right people. So yeah, we've got tons of stuff in the cargo hold, and yeah, we're going to Iscaria, yeah, in the Naraka system, one takes over. 
All right. You guys set up your spike drive. You say your goodbyes to people on who call one. Yeah. Goodbye fives. Happy retirement. Yeah, goodbye, cartog- <coughs> uh, astronomical crossel. Omni cartographer crossel. There you go. You learned, you learned the name. <laughs> I did. You didn't. <laughs> I did. You cut me a slice of that pizza. Cut you a slice. <laughs> you cut me a strip of that there pizza. Um, and you fly off. Yep. Into spike space, drive space, quantum space, whatever they call it. Drift space, the grid, Plot warp space. speed. Plot speed. Oh, space balls. Starburst. Let me just... Okay, we're back. So, after a few days, do you guys hang out? Just the two of you and your one new crew member? I mean, all of us. It was just the three of you. Yeah. Basically the two of you, you know, because you guys are the crews of the ship. Alone. Hickson. Oh shit, Hickson's there. Exactly. Hickson exists. Our friendly doctor. Hickson. Hickson was the one. And cotton candy. And the prototype and everything. I don't think we turned the prototype off. The prototype is in its box. Yeah. (laughs) We don't want to, like, bond to us sure, by accident. I'm pretty sure it's not even assembled. Because, like, you know, the parts have to be skinned. I don't mean sex bald. I mean the VI Furby prototype. Oh, the teddy Brixby. bear. Brixby. Brixby, yeah! <laughs> that prototype. Alright, so there's, like, five people on your ship. It really yeah. ballooned. Yeah. Brixby's, like, you know, he's already, he has his little, like, teddy bear calculator out calculating what his share is. For being a full crew member. He's not the fucking full crew member. doesn't get a chair. Ghost of Cotton Candy does. Yeah. Barely. Barely. <laughs> I mean, if I... Are they the same a... level of people-ness? I don't think so. Are they? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, they count as sapient for, for cargo. I mean, they're lesser or higher level VIs, right? No, they're VIs. It's not, made on call. I mean, not all VIs are people level. Yeah, but these ones are pretty close. He's <laughs> a Black Mirror episode. In <laughs> <laughs> it's a Black Mirror episode. I mean, there was one episode where someone. No, this is this is your Black Mirror episode, Peter. The Black Mirror episode is you took on a crew member and he's demanding a share. <laughs> You're like, has technology gone too far? My profit margin. <laughs> exactly. First you had all the money, now you have none of it. I thought he was like a pet. Like I knew he was like kind of a person, but I thought he was more like a pet. Yeah, I was joking. Okay. You're sharing your share with, you know... Uh, yeah, I'll take care of him, he's my Matt pet. Tell, yeah. <laughs> Along with the scraplet. Yeah, he's also my pet. He's the one you like feed people to. <laughs> he doesn't eat people. I mean, not with that attitude. And then Brigleby, oh, Just you want to share? Trade him to uh, to eat people. Yeah, introduce that to the breeding population. Oh no! Oh no! That'd be such a bad idea. I'm a people. <laughs> yeah, but you're a space pirate. This is kind of your bread and butter. I mean, you're half machine or something. I'm half Those Dracula. Cybernetics. I'm gonna steal this from Buzz Lightyear Star Command, but if we ever have a cyborg vampire. It's going to be called NOS, like N-O-S-4-H-2. It's beautiful. I love it. I love it forever. He'll, he'll be there. He'll, he'll have drill teeth. 
That's from so. Buzz Lightyear. You don't get it? No. It's Imagine Nosferatu. N-O-S-482, Nosferatu. The vampire Nosferatu. Okay. He's a, he's a robot vampire, so it's robot-like name, Four, but also Nosferatu. 482 sounds like Foratu, Nosferatu. Okay. That's... How are you okay, not... Okay, no, but like, no, because you have... You just pay 8 as an 8, like, you know, M8, Nate, rather than Atu. 482. That, that's where the A becomes a 2, like Atu. Yeah. So Nosferatu. Nos 482. Uh, some of the 4s are A's and so on. Some Sometimes 4s are, like... are A's, but this is a pronunciation name, not a uh, not a lean speak name. Mm-hmm. It's a play on pronunciation, not a play on uh, spelling. But you know, sometimes you know, the jokes go different ways. So no, no, that's, that's fair. Figuring this out is like. We're not going to shame you for being a successful immigrant, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh my god. How damage you with this D4 here? No. It has sharp corners. He's got a little on the floor when he's not looking. You drop into the Naraka system. Yes. You are at the periphery of the sector. Um, there are, you know, of course, several astronomical bodies in here. They're not really important. There's a big gas giant in there, uh, where um, um, Iscaria, Iscaria, Iscaria. I wrote the sector. Iscaria orbits. It's a moon, and there's also the uh, the, the planet Eden, which is in the, that nice kind of daisy zone. It used to be a paradise world. Used to be. Yeah. Now there's molten metal everywhere. Yeah, now it's uh, Venus. Just hose it up. <laughs> they turned it into Venus. <coughs> Good job, guys. Yep. So, um, you guys actually don't have to be worried about that kind of interim where you go from the edge of a sector to a populated areas because the interim actually has like patrols and stations and drones in it. Your, your ship is immediately alerted that you're entering uh, like Imperial space and you know that you, you have to... Have your, your proper identification and ship stuff uh, submitted, uh, or else the uh, the psychic mines will attack. No, oh, no. They mined this sector. Jeez. Um, uh-oh. Yeah. In case space pirates showed up. I mean, we did, but uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, we did. We have one space pirate. Yeah. I mean, we're basically space pirates. Privateers. Yeah, you, you have entered an occupied sector by the Hundred Star Empire. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Basically like a drone decloaks and comes into phase. Like it's a triangular drone with like a red and gold paint design. It goes in front of your ship and scans you. And like basically you have to pay a fee to it to enter. Okay. Uh, and then you have to get proper documentation once you're in the sector. So you have to pay the, I'm not going to blow up on you fee. <laughs> okay. If you don't pay this fee. You have very little time to turn around before the mines blow you up. Well, it's on the edge of to like flip out in the turn, so that's fine. Oh no, this is this is when you're in the bandit sector. Mm. Like, okay, so a sector has like the parts that are populated and the yeah. edge, right? Yeah. And the the the, the kind of in between is the most dangerous part because that's where bandits hang out. Yeah. So they mined the area to kill bandits, but they also extort people that come through, thus being paid bandits. Ah, oh, assholes. Yeah. It's like a, it's like 800 credits. Okay. I'll pay the 800 credits. The, 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 the will kill you uh, fee. That's nice of <laughs> them. 
Yeah, you transfer it from your account because you have like you actually have an actual banking account at the Exchange Consulate. Yep. As per that original job you did last season. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it like it like deactivates uh, or it untargets you. It just kind of phases back into null space, and you fly on through unmolested by uh, raiders or pirates. Ugh. That's nice. Well, what do we want? You got your hand up. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. oh, Nicole. Oh, Nicole. Now, yeah. Uh, as you're entering the, like, Naraka system proper, like the habited area, uh, there are uh, superstructures here. Like, it looks like, um, you know, I'm just gonna... <laughs> so, probably theme. Oh, they're the cool empire. <laughs> yes. You can see it from, uh, basically, you can get a better look at it now that you've moved in closer to the system. <laughs> In between the gas giant and the sun, which is kind of where you're driving through to get to the gas giant, um, you can see it outlined on the sun itself. They're building a Dyson constellation around it. It's blotting out parts of it, and it looks like they've been building it for like a century. Fun. So it's an array of superstructures in orbit around the sun to harvest its power. It's not operational, it looks like, but you can see like large ships kind of zooming in with your scanners. And your identification, like, systems. Like, large-style uh, ships that don't match any configurations in the sector. Just hauling these bits, like, like attached to their exterior, because they're so big. Jeez. Yeah. The Hunter Star Empire often imports from outside of sector. Because they're empire that span, like, one or two entire sectors. Uh, it's kind of large. Yeah. You just, you know, deal with the local chapter. Yeah. Once they get that power up and running, they'll be fully self-sufficient. <clears throat> That's nice of them. Yeah. Let's, uh... Let's not fuck with these guys. Alright, they're great. <laughs> but yeah, there, you can see cruisers nearby and, like, stations and whatnot, and you beeline to the gas giant. Uh, yeah, why not? More... It's a gas giant. It looks like Jupiter if someone was lazy and flipped it upside down and changed the color coding for it. Okay. You can't flip things upside down in space, Devin. Uh, you can if you're filming. That's what they do for a lot of planets in uh, sci-fi movies from the 80s to 90s. They'll take existing planets or NASA pictures, flip them, rotate them, invert them, change the color scheme, like it's an alien world. The gas giant that you have in 4 orbit around was like that. I'm saying it's not actually upside down. Listeners <laughs> can't see it, but Nicole's hitting. I'm pushing your glass off the table. I'm not hitting. I'm beating up your ass off the table. It's like, oh my god, what? Nicole. That's so vulgar. <laughs> oh, Devin. What? I'll fix it in editing to make it sound worse than this. <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's just like, I, Nicole, am. <laughs> like, exactly. Like... Abe Lincoln is a baby eater. Sweet, sweet ass. <laughs> the Simpsons, the Mona Lisa gummy. Yes. Anyway, there is a planet orbiting this gas giant. It is Iscaria. It looks like a rainforest planet. Like, out of a sci-fi book. It's, 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 it's just, it's all green, and there's like, really vividly, uh, like, cerulean blue water all around it, from it being like tropical, 
water. And it has clouds and stuff. Rain clouds. Oh yeah, nice place. Yep. Uh, when you get when you start uh, approaching a uh, imperial ship, um, like the Hundred Star <laughs> Empire. Oh my God, Nicole. A frigate, about the same size as your ship, uh, red and gold, and in a sort of like diamond and kind of spike configuration, uh, hails you and starts to kind of move towards you. Okay. You're being hailed. I guess we hail back. Uh, you are greeted by a robot, like on a view screen. Same red and gold design. It looks like it's been modeled after um, Paleo Terran Japan Samurai. But like all machine and its grill has a Larson scanner behind it, so it has a Cylon eye and it has like like uh, letters of mark or note, kind of like um, Warhammer 40k charms. You know the paper with the with the stamps on them, yeah, covering his armor, showing his long his length of service. <coughs> That's nice. Identify yourself, vessel. Well, this is the PRS Lunalon. I elaborate. PRS designation. The Praetorian Republic ship? Identified. Luna Lorne. You must pay and register to the Empire. Fine. Sell the video though. Yeah, it's like 300 credits. Okay. I register. Your ship has been registered. Please submit to the nearest station before leaving the sector to register your crewmates. And their identification codes. Sure thing. Citizenship guarantees protection from the quake mines. That would be lovely. Wants to register as citizens? Yeah. yeah. Really, you'd be shield Ren. It's better to die. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Godbound. Thank you for that word. <laughs> And it, like, cuts out and it kind of just peels off. Okay. There is no orbital around this planet. I guess we're not on the planet, then. Yeah, it's a bit tricky if you want to visit. You gotta basically get a cargo lighter or a shuttle. <coughs> they have, like, surface-to-atmosphere shuttles. Hmm. Eh. Yeah. We got yeah, We're small. Yep, there are landing pads, and they're not really that full. Perfect. Uh, the landing pads... Uh, well, where do you want to land? Because you need, you're here to get your robot covered in, in meat. Yeah. <laughs> your robot covered in meat. Um. Yeah, we need some meat dressing for that. <laughs> Bits. Um, you know, I just figured out from my knowledge of being a starfarer and whatnot where people usually land on this planet is the biggest city around. Yeah, planet. they usually land at the capital of any civilization. Yeah. The capital city of Ascaria. Ascaria 1. Oh, that didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I Write it down, Peter. We gotta keep track for continuity. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> Don't forget. You need to make up better names. I mean, I'm just assuming I'm just assuming that all these empires are late into their uh, 4, 4X space game and have stopped uniquely naming the planet. So it's like, eh. That's why you make Default. a random Default. number, a random name generator. I assumed that they just called that <coughs> south first city that they made on the planet. 
No, they wanted the uh, they wanted the re- the farm bonus from all of the fields in the areas. So they made the capital city to synergize with their empire bonus. Yeah. <laughs> and the old city can go fuck itself. Well, he's not Freezer Planet. Planet Freezer. <laughs> Freezer Planet number two four nine. Oh no, Freezer's doomed. What do you mean? You mean me, my dad, or the planet? Planet Vegeta. Sir, Vegeta's in danger. Yeah, Do you I mean me, my freezer. son, or the planet? I don't know why I said freezer, yes. but you knew what I meant. <laughs> uh, Alright, and this ship has atmosphere yes. letters? Perfect. Alright, you take the Lunar Lord in to the atmosphere. Um, large mega canopy structures. This place is covered in dense uh, vegetation <coughs> and foliage. Um, some of it is so old and so large you can see from space because these people are planet engineers. Uh, there are mountain zones, uh, wherever mountains would naturally be, <laughs> but they are also covered in dense foliage and have, like, old cities carved into them. Um, near the equator, where it's a little more stable, there is a large city, um, that looks very pre-space flight. Uh, it's a lot of large habitat buildings that have clearly been made from prefabricated colony, uh, <coughs> tools and structures. So they'll have a very generic look to them and a very function look. And they've already they're already growing over with plants and stuff. And yeah, they have like towers and parkade areas uh, for ships to land on. Welcome to an internment camp, people. <laughs> yeah, the, the place is fairly new. Uh. Yeah, you are in uh It's a rainforest planet. Huzzah. It's actually day showering right now. Like it's raining. Yeah. Not day drinking, Nicole. It was like day <coughs> a day man. Showering during the day. So bourgeoisie. Yeah, you land and there are technicians and dro- and robots, like VI droids, that are there to like take over the, the kind of docking for the ship and like you know, moving it to where it has to go on the pad, because the pads are mobile. Sure. And you're docked! Huzzah. It's a lot of prefabricated domes and uh, uh, soft, rounded edge spires with, like, foliage growing on them. Cool. Kind of like an Ewok village. What? <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound at all like an Ewok village. Kind of. <laughs> Only more modern, so maybe Kashyyyk. I mean, Muppets live here. <laughs> They used Muppets for filming this scene. <laughs> they weren't going to use CGI for everything. They got the Jim Henson studio involved. Yeah. Muppet Elliot. So, so, so cut back to six, and he's now a Muppet person. <laughs> My god, right? Oh, have you seen Farscape? The uh, Muppets on Farscape are amazing. They look like real actually. people. Yeah. They're highly detailed. And the same guy made it as made the Muppets. Like, it's yeah, actually... It's Jim Henson. Jim Henson. I'll get his name and, uh... Why don't you take a seat fixed up? I don't remember that guy's name. It's Jim Henson, but not. <laughs> Chris Hansen. Yeah. I was get their names mixed up. And very like, different. Very, very different contributions to, uh, whatever. <sighs> well, I guess we have to check which part of the crew can handle showers, so... Maybe Colin Kelly will be staying back? I don't know. Is this waterproof? <laughs> uh, yeah. Ghost Con Candy was built by TL5 Society. She's fine. I mean, just because it was built doesn't mean it's not crappy. 
She's fine. <coughs> Perfect. Well, what are you guys? What are you guys up to? Well, I guess we'll have to have Hickson hang around here for a week, do the, his thing while we try to do some trading, I guess. I got Hexen. You're gonna you're gonna far trade. Yeah, uh, this place is dotted with like prefabricated structures and buildings, but also is kind of covered in like um, <coughs> the remnants of the previous stage of their society. Like there are ship holes and fighters that are on display that have been built into the architecture. Uh, there are tombs that have been dug underground and just kind of into kind of like um, like burial mound complexes where people can go in and see previous warriors. Uh, it's a collective mashup of like uh, different predatory animal. Uh, <coughs> God damn it, you guys are coffee. Predatory animal uh, like mixes, and you know, just they're gene-modded people. They look like freaks. <laughs> freaks, freaks. They're anthropomorphic like beast folk that have been modded for like war combat, and then they've been remodded to be kind of docile. The whole population. That's nice. I don't think Magnetar is used to being around so much infrastructure, so it's a little bit weird. She has that, like, uh, you know... Deer in the headlights? Like, you know, oh shit, the cops are watching. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah, this place has, like, locals that act as a security force, and it also has uh, drones, drones from the Empire. Cool. Robot security and uh, management VIs. Jeez. Well, <coughs> someone's paying no expense. Yeah, this is where the entire uh, species lives now that the uh, the war's over. Uh, and they glassed the home world. We live here now, and now we make banks. Yeah, they have a crude data net set up uh, that runs from... Um, fiber optic cabling through main junction points across the planet and bounced off of low orbital uh, artificial satellites. Okay. They have an internet. No, it's just... I'm not used to satellites meaning anything <coughs> but man-made ones. To an artificial satellite, so I'm like, what the fuck are the kinds of... I'm like, oh yeah, moons kind of are satellite. It's like, right, moons are technically satellites. I just don't think of them that way. Moons were satellites first. I know, it's just not, that's not what people refer I mean, to it as. I mean, could be Cybertronian made. <laughs> yeah, not bad, babe. Oh no. Oh no, Soundwave. He was a satellite in one of the franchises. Also, Trypticon Station. You don't want to deal with Trypticon. What's Trypticon? Trypticon was a science satellite in space that transformed into a. Its robot mode was a flying, like, 800 meter tall Tyrannosaurus. That sounds fun. Covered in guns. That and then, awesome. and then after he uh, fell in the war, Megatron took him and reformatted his uh, his chassis into their flagship, the Nemesis, and lobotomized him. <laughs> when he fell in the war, I'm picturing him like like stubbing his foot on like a, like a curb and like you're not wrong. Tumbling. He skins his knee. He's like oh, Megatron. The, in the war for Cybertron, they uh, blew out his T cog in orbit, so it forced him to go from station into robot mode. Oh, uh, so he started literally falling into the planet, and he had a jetpack <laughs> to like cushion himself, so he was fine. And they shot that out, so he literally crashed into the debris of old Cybertron <laughs> and actually crashed. Oh, shit. 
after they took him offline and put him into stasis, the Autobots uh, hauled him up and actually took him apart, like into his constituent like, head and arms and stuff. And we're actually tapping his body for Energon for the arc. That sounds uh, awesome. morbid. Megatron comments on it's like Optimus. I didn't know you had it in you. <laughs> <laughs> Optimus was not happy at how ghoulish this had gone. <laughs> right? <laughs> My God. We're you for parts. Well, they weren't going to rip him apart. They're just draining his, you know, blood to fuel their ship to get away. Useful parts, junk. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was still saving it the whole time. Like, he was aware. Anyhow. <laughs> man-made satellites. Man-made satellites. Artificial satellites in low orbit constituting a data net. Not too sapient. Not too sapient. <laughs> smart, but not too smart. <laughs> you want another robot uprising? Fucking Cyberdyne. <laughs> so yeah, uh, a lot of people around here that look like aliens, but they're not. They're just humans that have been gene-modded. Uh, a lot of them violate a, a, a myriad of copyright laws if it were to be filmed and shown in <laughs> circa 2018. <laughs> American television. Oh. Specifically American television, I mean. Have you seen some of the Japanese shit? They can oh get away with anything. The opening to the Big O was literally the Flash theme. They just Flash Gordon theme, yeah. Yeah, they just didn't pay any copyright. <laughs> I mean, with Japan, you just, just get, get all their uh, folklore stuff and just copy that over and over They're and over. so copyright-steely that that's one of the reasons Earthbound never gets relocalized, because they just sampled directly from a bunch of artists that didn't pay any royalties. <laughs> that's fun. The music is the main reason Earthbound doesn't get good localization. <laughs> it's tricky. <laughs> oh, no. <coughs> so, yeah. There are... You know, people who look like greys, but they all they all have like animal, like barbarian, like not barbarian, but like battle features to them. Like you can tell they used to have holsters where claws would come out, and you can tell that they used to have like heavier armor. Some of them have like like ceiling bivalve, like almost clam designs to them that will like lock up. It's all fleshy. Yeah, it's not cybernetic. It's all like organic. Okay. This is a planet of gene modders. Do you want to get gene modded, Magnetar? No. I'd rather just have. Uh, also, you guys, uh, you guys can't bring weapons off your ship. Okay, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Built in. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a garrison here, and I should have brought this up when you guys first landed. Uh, but when you land, they like have you guys come out and go through their scanners. Okay. And they're like, Boop. "Are you in your body that has the gravity gun?" Well, yeah, that's my flesh body. Okay, they're like, "Okay, we need to disable that armament. It's illegal." Okay. Perfect. So head on go. over to the booth. They will disable that. Come on through, big girl. <laughs> okay, we're gonna put on a Judas collar. <laughs> I do that. You just you just lean. Like I cat, cat lean away. I cat lean away from it. Put on the Judas collar. What does it do? It allows us to kill you if you go rabid. Remember that? Rampant. Sorry, I, that's your word. <laughs> <laughs> Rampant is a term for when someone who's a cyborg or an AI goes crazy. Cyber psychosis. Sorry, that's your word, Hanser. I just want to gut him right now. <laughs> I mean, you don't have the collar on yet. He just has such high AP. Yeah, I know, I could just gut him right now, but then I have all these other cops to deal with. <laughs> I mean, 
No, I'm leaf folder. Oh no. <laughs> Lego Batman. <coughs> like, I still can crush anyone though. Yeah, but then go like flip, kill. Hmm. I can probably break the collar. I'm really strong. <laughs> That's how it's uh, that, That's what she's going to assume, actually. All right. That's what makes her accept it. She's probably in her head just like, well, I can probably rip this off anyways. Okay. I'm strong. I'll survive this. Yeah, there's too much cyber for them to have to disable. <laughs> just thread it all up in me. Yeah, it's like, yeah, hey, I'll just put a bomb collar on you. <laughs> yeah, they just uh, render your gun inoperable. They, like, pull out key parts and keep them in a lockbox. Fun. Okay. Yeah, no weapons, no armor. Awful place. Yeah, it's a hole. It's a it's a camp. It's a preserve. A preserve. Yeah. I don't want to use the other word. It seems wrong. But you're talking about camps and shit. Like that seems less wrong. Camp for food. That's not. I don't even know how to reply to that. That's horrible. Anyway. Oh fuck. Fuck. You guys are now back on the planet. <coughs> so, the question is, where will you go? You're gonna spend a week here. <sighs> well, I guess we mingle the aliens. Sure, what are you looking for connection-wise or talkie-wise? Excellent, what um, do you do? What do we even want on this planet? Like, the skin, but- You want the skin. We want the skin. We do some trade-in. Because we got some stuff, maybe they'll give us some good price with VR pods and what are they like? This carry, yeah. They like they pay for livestock and postdoc. Are you looking at their trade stuff? Yes. Yeah. All right, let's pause. All right, we're back. So, Peter, walk us through the money. So we did some rolling, and the best deal that we could find was buying some, uh, what's you call it, Exomorph Pelts, which are luxury biotech items that are 50,000 per ton base price. We rolled it and got a 10% discount on it. Yes. Uh, we, we rolled for the things we have, and turns out that they're really into VR pods and really into the colony supplies. So, fuck the starving children of Julius, we're selling our food here because they're paying 80% of our base price. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Yeah. So, we sold those, we got 903,600 credits for what we sold, and we converted that into Exomorph pelts, 45,000 oh, 45, each, uh, 20 tons, so we, got, so we spent 900,000 on it, and we have 3,600 credits to put in a shit bag to pay for all the bribes and licenses and everything. There you go. You guys just made a million dollar trade. Yep. It's gonna take a while though. So you guys are basically here for almost a month. Yep. Because of all the different uh, friction and hangups. Yep. Because we rolled one friction and turns out there's some sort of ritual that needs to be performed will take two weeks to complete the deal. Oh yeah, they gotta make sure that the animal, they gotta do the hunt and stuff for the pelts. Yeah. So while it's happening, you need to find skin. You find what? Skin. For the robot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> skin for the robot. You're like, you're like, we just bought a bunch I'm... of skins. What are you talking about? <laughs> just, just, drape the... just fucking drape skin over the robot. 
<laughs> so I guess that's who, how, who Hickson found some stuff. Skin flasher maker. Yes, uh, Hickson got in contact with the flesh crafting guild. <laughs> oh, Nicole. So, so creepy. Yeah. Why That's a role player. Like <laughs> They're guildsmen. Alright, so yeah, your contact is a member of the Fleshcrafters Guild. They're uh, probably a master, you know, that has their own journeyman and their own forge and stuff. Uh, their name is. Um, we should have put a roll on the table for it. No, I was just going to pick from Star Trek. <laughs> Duras. Neelix. I said Duras. She is a space elf looking thing uh, with long limbs with like raccoon hands, with little multiple digit raccoon hands, uh, large eyes, large ears, uh, two sets of jaws that open when they, she talks that are like fanged. You mean like nested, or do you mean like like predator? Do you mean like do you mean like alien, or do you mean like predator? Uh, it's like here's a jaw here, and then there's another jaw here. Oh, like Alexandrite. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Cool. 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 <laughs> All right. So you head to her blacksmith forge. It is a prefab shelter uh, that looks like it was built over top of a uh, knocked down and renovated uh, older structure uh, that was made of like different composite materials. What? Why do you look concerned? You looked concerned. Oh. <laughs> um, so like a prefab bubble. And yeah, when you knock, there's kind of like a doo-doo and the door opens because it's a public space. And yeah. Inside here, there are pelts, and there are skin on racks, leather being tanned. Uh, this is almost like a tanner's house. Uh, there are cauldrons, and there are like large vats boiling skins and animals and stuff. <laughs> and you see like stock people in like apprentice and journeyman outfits just working the, the equipment, and there is a actual like elevator <coughs> that's like round and has like a glass, you know, structure to it. That makes the kind of Star Trek sound when it swishes up and down. Yeah. And yeah, one of the journeymen. Hey, foreigner. Hi there. Well, what can I do for you? Well, uh, I am in the market to buy some flesh. <laughs> I have built a personal companion as a favor to someone I know. But it's now just a robot. They would like it to be... Soft. The skin job. Yes. Now yeah, Duris is downstairs. Okay. Alright, you head downstairs to the gene forge. Just like, oh, I feel gross every time I explain this. <laughs> you head to the elevator, hit a button, and head down to the gene forge. You feel gross, and then you have this box. Yeah, you have the box. No, you probably have the, the, the notes from the AI. Yeah. The VI notes. <laughs> he, he digitized it for you. <laughs> and like you. Thank you. <laughs> made, it, made it better. <laughs> made it comprehensible. Annotated it. That's nice. All right, the elevator goes down. Maybe you, you're a smart person. It goes down about ten floors. Yeah. Like you just hear like ten stories. 
Uh, and when it opens, you're in a brightly lit room with red light. Like, everything in here is red light. Uh, with, it has very smooth, like, um, sterile uh, hospital design to it. Um, the elevator opens up into a reception area that is just that white tiled room. And there's a podium in the middle with a large sack of meat uh, that's, like, held together, like, kind of almost like a frog without limbs. It just has, like, trailing bits of meat coming off of it, hanging around the podium. And it has, like, a, like its front part is just all mouth with, like, eyes in it. Hello. Hi there. Are you a customer? I am. Uh, my what name... can the Gene Forge do for you? My name's Hickson. I'm... Ah, the 12 o'clock. Please, enter through the egress. Somehow sounds judgmental. The 12 o'clock. <laughs> That's what you are. Pass through the egress. And, like, the door behind him kind of rotates open. And you hear like a tss. You walk in and you're sprayed with sterilizing foam and like shower down and then air dried. And then tss, it opens into the rest of the building. So how can we craft you? Uh, <laughs> well, you just want a secretary? You get you get your fucking personal pocket computer and you put it on speakerphone, Peter. <laughs> oh, definitely. You just put it on speakerphone, Peter. It's not hard. No. Put in a pumpkin if you want. <laughs> Cover the pumpkin in, like, you know, elk carcass. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. When you're done in the airlock, like the sterilization lab, this is another brightly infrared lit room. Like, brightly in air quotes. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to see. Uh, there are tubes everywhere with skeletons and things in it. Uh, there are tables that have, um, like, you know, like, saws and stuff, and lasers, and there's, like, an aquarium. One, one entire wall is aquarium full of, like, aquatic fetal creatures with, like, tubes coming out of their stomach. They're just kind of moving a bit. Good. Yeah. Uh, the flash, I'm, I'm presuming it's dark. Yeah, it's the future. <laughs> yeah, uh, Doros is just working at a console. Ah, my 12 o'clock. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing well. Never been in one of these before. Yes, this is my Gene Forge. The Sawbones Shop. This is where we turn meat into art. It certainly packs in a visual impression. I looked over the data file for your sex robot. <laughs> it's not mine. Oh yes, continue. <laughs> Looks like it should be a fairly straightforward job. You went to the best. No other master in the area has the uh, equipment to get the articulation and the uh, joint fluid that you need to have it <laughs> for sustained use. <laughs> Excellent. So that goes over to a table where there's like little like uh, kind of nodules made of meat that kind of open and close and are like suspended in liquid. Yeah, these guys will self-replicate the various materials and fluids to keep the outer and uh, the endo husk living. I could probably guarantee it's a rush job, so my warranty will only cover maybe, I don't know, 75 years, century tops. Depends on the wear and tear. <laughs> Just in the bucket. In the bucket. 75 years of me and sex life. Oh, this robots. thing is so gross. 
Imagine 77 passing down to his offspring. No, offspring. no. These are, not, these are not the nudie makes you put in the fireplace fake bread. Oh my god. Keep it in the box under the whatever. This is dark, man. Oh. It just keeps getting darker. 75 years of slave. No, it's not slavery, Peter. We have to stop calling it that. It's specifically not a person. It's not well, safe. It's less of a person than Brixby. Yeah. So the teddy bear is more of a person. So take Brixby, put it in. No, there. no. <laughs> You're killing me. Okay. But yes. I was thinking a generous off a generous uh, pay for this would be fifteen thousand. Exchange credits only. I don't want to be paid in unicorn horns or whatever it is you far traders use. <laughs> that's one of the other mouths talking, like the second mouth that's softer. Oh my god. My character has trade. You want to roll? Is that a good trade versus trade? Right? <coughs> roll trade versus trade. Give me a die. I, got... I don't know what kind we need. Plus your trade, effect. plus your skill. Like your attribute for trade. Charisma. Plus charisma. I think he actually has a Plus one, yes. Skill. That's his one thing. Okay, which means he has plus two. He has trade one. Yeah. Ten? What'd you get? Ten. And I rolled ten. Uh... So, price is firm. Yeah, firm price. Well, they sit in the throwing troubles or whatever the shit. Stanley! <laughs> Ixon comes out with a tentacle growing out of his side. He's like, I... I upset her. It's my fault. I dropped a glass. Jeez. <laughs> 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 Christ, Nicole. Yeah, yes. Have the parts delivered, and I'll get the biovats running. Hmm. Have the what? You weren't paying attention because you were on your fucking computer. Peter, what the fuck? What? Posting funny pictures. I'm sorry. You Ooh. should be. You dropped a glass. <laughs> Have the parts delivered so the bot we can get into the biovats. Okay. Okay. Excellent. I will do that. Don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> There's a hissing sound from one of the, the like chambers in the back, and it opens up, and a dude walks out. He looks like he's in his late teens. Um, he's tall-ish, kind of built sturdy. He's in a black bathrobe. Uh, he has a his face is on, but you can kind of tell. Uh, his face is on. Well, the red lighting is highlighting a bunch of, like, lines all over his face and, like, around his, like, where his skull would be and stuff that he's, like, kind of scratch at. Don't scratch at it. It's new. It's like, ah, uh, sorry. <laughs> Just getting used to it. Are there mirrors here? You don't. You need to wait before looking in a mirror. No, no. Have to run. Have to run. Do I recognize that voice? I no. feel like I recognize that voice. No, it's just Lil T. You probably have used that voice before for a different character. For hundreds of characters. Thousands yeah. of characters. I only have so many voices. <laughs> I'm not Seth MacFarlane, Nicole. 
I need to get you some professional acting experience, Devin. Uh, couldn't I just get a voice box? <laughs> it's coming right at us. It's coming right at us. It's coming right for us. So yeah, you leave the shop with the person in the elevator. Yep. So, been buying sex robots a long time? No, I'm just doing this as a favor for a uh, contact of mine. No. Yeah, he's uh, going to help me out with some stuff on my end. Oh, yeah, this contact. That sounds real. <laughs> he just kind of—he has his hands behind his back. He's kind of looking at the the, the glass, kind of trying just, to catch his reflection. Just slap him across his like freshly made face so it breaks. Use my thing as a camera to flash. let him see. Flash, 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 flash. He's like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, it looks good. Yeah, no, your friend sounds real. <laughs> he is real. He's from Jolie, right? Jolie, Jolius. He's from Jolius. Really? I said, look at me, that. <laughs> Jolly really? Right. So am I. Which city? Jolie right one? Jolius one? So am I. Where does he work? He's a priest there. <laughs> Are you pulling a gun? I'm not pulling a gun, but I'm you putting my hand gun. near the gun. You don't have a gun. Put my hand where my gun would be then. Because I'm worried that this is the guy that we killed last time. What? But Mr. Toad Julius? What? Yeah, what? Tall Julian? Yeah, Tall Julius or whatever. What did you what did he say a second ago though? I got to Where check. does he work? He's a priest. So am I! Really? What sect? What sect? Yeah. I don't do I know that already in character? I don't Probably know. not. I don't know. He's an aspirant. He's an aspirant? I know that. Oh wow, he's like three or four spiritual levels above most people. Yeah, he's uh I'm kind of in the same ballpark, just <coughs> on another scale. What do you mean by that? Oh, I'm on a different psycho-spiritual growth track. So instead of it going kind of above people, I go at a kind of like a diagonal line. It's like an exponential growth function of spiritual parity. It dips down a bit, then it spikes up, and then it dips down. Anti-Jolierite. Well, the correct term is Sparkweaver. Sparkweaver. Neat. Yeah. What's your name? Oh, just Sparkweaver. There's only usually one or two of us. We're sort of, what do you call us? A, a Paleo-Lucifers. Looking at how many floors are left on the elevator. Oh, like <laughs> seven. <laughs> <coughs> yep, yep. Like most uh, Jolly Wright aspirants, I was born in a tank. I'm pretty sure. That's what he said, too. It's a common memory. But, uh, uh, aspirant, uh, ooh, does he have really long legs? Tall Joe? No, he's not tall Julius. Tall Julius, right. That guy's a dickhole. Well, you'll be pleased to know he's no longer, we killed him, right? We no. didn't kill him. Oh, no. I mean, Jesus I was Christ like, hey, Hickson, do you want to do something? She's like, uh, do something here? Check murder? murder? Like, no! Yeah. I'm Hickson, I don't like violence. I'm illegal, fucko. <laughs> I mean, we had that book that you know, made us made it legal, sort of. Wait, can you detect psychics? Yes. He's psychic. Okay, that's not surprising now that he's told me all these other things. <coughs> so, uh, what was he asking? He has tall legs? No, he does not have tall legs. He has four arms, though. 
Well, four two arms. Robot arms. Oh, oh, 77. Yeah, you actually do know him. That's neat. Yeah, he's psychic. We all kind of know each other. <coughs> Taps in your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> you silly. Makes him so small. <laughs> I mean, you could get the fix here. Hey, if you're going to Jolius, can you take me with? It's a normal job. For money? I have money. <laughs> Do you take star gems? I don't know what that is. <laughs> They're gems they mine out of uh, the uh, star, out of the star empire off of a planet a couple sectors away. I didn't mind them. I shot someone for them. I'm assuming that me, as someone that has trade, yep. knows what money is. And if he's <laughs> giving me literal garbage. He's not giving you garbage. He's giving me real money? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you like like when you when you get to the the top floor, there's like an area where you can pick, get your things. He's like taking his things out. He has like a Jollyrite mask, but it's it's like a smiley mask and stuff. Mm -hmm. But instead of being like all like happy face and uh, yellow, it's happy face and black, like it was like caught in an explosion, and, like has cracks going along it, and like there's a little bit of red near the mouth and the eyes. It's like, oh, let me just pop that on. Actually, ooh, gotta keep that in the bag. I'm gonna like Google Spark Weaver. Oh, uh, they're like Paleo Terran Lucifers. He already said that, but I mean, am I gonna get in trouble for bringing him to Jolier? Jol Jolius? I mean, what is trouble? Which is one of their terms. Who the arrest you? The Victorian era? Like, what? Well, they check the paper? They're gonna have a cudgel? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the book of heretics here. <laughs> Yeah, he goes into his bag and he pulls out, like, an actual, like, Victorian crown with, like, glowing gems on it. Not Element X gems. They look like they have little galaxies in them. It's like, yeah, I killed someone and got this. That's a nice crown. Yeah, got it from space pirating. I'm gonna send a text, basically, to, uh, <laughs> Gaius. You found like, a fair for money. Have, like, a passenger that wants to get a ride to Jolius? He calls himself a spark weaver. Maybe look that up. Maybe space Google that. You don't have <laughs> access to it. It's a primitive info net. Yeah. You had access to it because you're a culture person. He says he's like a anti-Joliorite Satan figure. Huh. Uh, and he wants to go to Jolius. But he has money. I mean, that's his funeral. <laughs> no, it's fine. I have religious immunity. I'm too spiritually pure. <coughs> You normies. I know nothing about your religion other than It's pretty gluttony. great. <laughs> gluttony. Gluttony's for aspirants. Oh, <laughs> you said it. Totally said assholes. So, we got a deal? Yeah. Alright, space contract. <laughs> if you break it, the circle will be broken. <laughs> I'm kind of expecting like it to burn onto my arm or something and I shake his hand. Jesus. It leaves electus on your arm. Like, cool, that looks awesome, but oh my god. Like red demon electronic tattoos. Jeez. This guy's a little bit scary. Hickson's gonna be locking his doors and putting extra screws into the uh <laughs> into the vents so he's not waiting for you. He's already Hickson has already done that, to be clear. Like, that's the first thing he did. If people need to do maintenance in his room, they can fucking tell him first. <laughs> this guy's, uh, 
Yeah, he wears like a he's wearing like a black robe, but he puts on his actual clothes. It's like a black turtleneck, long sleeves, like straight thin pants. Like he's dressed like Steve Jobs. <laughs> that sounds amazing. But he has fucking style. Give him that. Like that creepy mask and shit. Cuts a figure. All right. Well, uh, I guess we're doing this. You guys be back at the ship. Yep. Perfect. Ooh, this is your crew? Yes, this is a co-captain, I guess is what we're calling it. I am the captain. You're like the, he's got to drive the ship, but we both own it. He's the captain. His name is Gaius. This is, um, the big one's Magnetar. Uh, that's, I don't know who the robot is. She's new. Spirit of Cotton Candy. Ghost. Ghost. Ah, yeah, close enough. <laughs> Oh, robots. Yeah, actually, uh, we have a few other... One of our friends is, a. Uh... One of our friends is collecting pets at this point. Huh. Well, uh, alright, well, I hope this covers it. It gives you the crown. Okay. If you get it appraised, it's worth about eight grand. Nice. <laughs> good enough. It's pretty good. Yeah. Wonder where it's from. Does anyone recognize it? Like me or Magnetar? Magnetar, yeah. Magnetar does. What, what, what is it? Space royalty. What, what kind of space royalty? From like the sector, but deeper in the sector. Okay. You, some, you, some, you sometimes will find like, like, you know, ships or like, you know, convoys heading from like you doing like diplomatic trades or stuff. And it's always great to shoot and kill the people on them and take their jewelry. So 5k? Hmm? Alright. Uh, what was it? 8k. 8k. Okay. Where do I bunk? No, here's an empty room. There you go, some crew quarters. Perfect. We should leave. I'm a wanted fugitive. They probably saw me enter the ship. Well, we do have to go and register with the Eden authorities. Ooh, tricky biz. I'll hide in your ship. You have smuggling air holes, right? We don't. Oh. Really? Yeah, we're a legitimate business. Really? Not even a couple <laughs> tons of smuggling hold? Crime is illegal. What are you talking about, mister? <laughs> we're from the Praetorian Republic, man. Crime is uh, illegal. Do we actually not have no. smuggling holds? Okay, I thought we were lying to him. <laughs> I mean, you can retroactively change something up in the ships, the thing. You just, you know... You actually don't have smuggling holds. Nope. You should really get those. That's how you smuggle all the good stuff out. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I don't think we have anything. Oh, I'll find, I'll find a place to hide. Okay. So, yeah, I guess we get ready to launch. Or it's gonna get real bloody real fast. <laughs> oh no. Space pursuit. So, yeah, you guys wrap up your business here. Uh, it takes a little while for the robot to show up, and it shows up. It's a cutesy animal woman. <coughs> cool. That's been assembled and turned on. Or, no, I guess not turned on, just left assembled in like a little tank. That's a little tank. What kind of animal woman is she? A fucking just a, sheep lady? Just a mix of things. Sheep, wolf, cat, fox. Does she have, just uh, features everywhere. Creepy goat eyes? Yeah, creepy goat eyes. Almost like Mia from Gurren Logan with like a little star field in there. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's just as many 
kitschy, stupid, cute things a horny teen would add in, he added in. <laughs> oh, the fetishes. It's ridiculous. It doesn't look stupid, it's just a bunch of different animal features, and like, it's tall. It has like the backwards goat legs. For all the glasses. Oh yeah, there's like a glasses case in there. <laughs> okay. We get ready to... to yeah, you trade out. all your goods. Yeah. Finally they came in. Took us three weeks. Fucking rituals. <coughs> the ritual stuff, like the delay was probably you guys having to like shuffle dates and deliver stuff around or have inspections. That might have been it. Either or. But goes off out of hitch and you have your passenger. Huzzah. Okay. So I guess we go to space and go Meow. to Eden, I guess, to register, pay our fees. Oh, yeah, yeah, Eden. How yep. are we going to hide this guy that's apparently a wanted fugitive for killing space royalty and probably other things? I mean, he changes skin job, right? For all that other oh, stuff. yeah, and my blood and stuff, too. Yeah. He'll be fine. I mean, that's not as helpful when he's wearing a very identifiable. Yeah, I put it in a bag. Okay. Okay. Worst goes to worst, I'll just set it on fire and make a new one. Yeah. Did I get that color off yet? Oh yeah, you guys have left the planet. <coughs> no, you kept it for, you know, keepsake. You kept the collar, the, the killed collar. No, I definitely did not. Put it on the, you know, robot and... <laughs> put it on the robot. What the? I just paused you. <laughs> Alright, so you guys have to register your ship, or you'll be killed by mines instantly. No save back. <sighs> no save back. That's right. Okay, how much is the registration? Well, you have to go to the orbital, and they're going to inspect your ship for contraband. I mean, Do we have any of that? I mean, we've got the little yeah, critter. I don't know if that's illegal, though. No one even knows what it is. It's weird, yeah. Unless they were like, specifically on that project. Like, no one... Knows what they are. I mean, yeah. I guess maybe the space royalty crown. Ooh, like, ooh where did you get that? Ooh -wee. Let's uh do something about that. Put it in the garbage. Throw it away, the guys. Quarters or something. For fun. No, we just got some like highly illegal data dumps, but we can encrypt that. That's fine. We got key dumps. All in your head. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No. So we go to Eden's orbital. Yeah, there is an orbital where you can kind of like temporarily dock, a crew will come on board and sweep your ship for contraband, and then like, you know, properly register you guys. It's like 500 credits a person, and it lasts forever. Okay. Oh, it lasts forever. Fine, then. How many, how many do we have? Let's do a crew count here. Well, there's you. And there's Hickson, Hickson and, and there's Megatron. And then Ghost of Cotton Candy, though? Yeah, they don't count that as a sentient creature. Okay. Sweet. It's having, just a droid. Having not people saves us on a... Haha. You know. One of the inspectors is in Megatron's room and like has like his like scanner <coughs> flashlight. Just kind of... standing there like just arms tap, crossed. Tapping on the glass of the scraplet cage. Wow. What the hell is this? Did get this name? Yeah, he's called them Scraplets. It's called Scraplet. And what, is this some sort of novelty pet? Yeah. It uh, likes to eat. Huh. 
He like opens the case to check it for contraband. Um, don't put anything metal in there. Does it actually get out? Yeah, it's, it's oh, attacking shit. him. He's like, he has a robot hand. Oh no! It's like hitting it against the wall. It's gnawing down to the stone. Maybe starts laughing. Yeah. He's right around your room. I'll uh, I'll pick it up off of him. Fire extinguisher. Oh yeah. It uh, it likes to eat. Like his fingers are all like broken and stuff. He likes to eat metal. This calms him right down. Puts him to sleep. Put, put, puts him back <coughs> in the little tank. Puts a lid on. Guy leaves your room. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> puts him hey, to sleep. Who's a little guy? Alright. Uh, Alright, you got the data specialist on the bridge with you. Hi. Okay, so, what was your last jump before the station? With the station, we're from Hukal Small, from Hukal One. What city were you at on Hukal One? The Hukal One One. Hukal One One? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also known as Hukal Prime. Yep. <laughs> or Tyranitron City, depending on uh, what ordinance goes through. Yep. Alright, and before Hukal One? <sighs> we're on Bellator. What are you doing on Bellator? We're getting a ship there. Yeah, that matches the logs here. What ship are you uh, crewing under before that? The... What was space the... Maggot. Yeah, space Maggot. Yeah, the Space Maggot with the proper lettering there. LSS? Alexei Space Maggot. Space Maggot. Space Maggot. You have like its call sign and stuff? Yeah. Under what's The Luxury Trigger. Yeah. Okay. And previous captain, currently living on... Luxury. What is that? Firma. Firma, yeah. Uh, ship lost all hands on deck. Yep, that was after we left. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what business did you have on Who Call One? We were trading. We traded... What did we trade there? What did you trade there? Oh, let me pull out my training table. Oh yeah, we traded cybernetics and we got drone VR pods for those. And the Furbies. Yeah, yeah, we inspected those. They seem a little old. Uh, what? Old cachet. Liquidated stock? Yeah, old cachet. Oh, this seems all good. Are, have you like, encrypted your systems in any way that he'd be able to kind of poke at? I mean, I've encrypted all the important data for myself, so yeah. He has encrypted and... Right. He's going to roll uh, whatever the roll is for hacking. I'm just going to say he has a plus two. Versus and mine? Yeah, versus yours. Isn't it harder because you're an AI? I've got... Nine here, plus... Um, plus one, plus two, three, so... I was a 12. 13, I guess. Yeah, 13. Is there any uh, way you could pump that up? Mm. You just gotta match the number. Pump, pump, pump. I got int, I got program. Unless I could use my skills to like auto succeed at some tests, I guess. That's like, if you program something as an AI, doesn't it make it really hard to deal with for non AI people? Probably, to some extent. So I guess we could add. Yeah, we'll give that, you a yeah. circumstantial bonus to that. Yeah. 
All right, he misses your uh, your secured encrypted databases that talk about all that insane shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably would have dumped it into my cell because I've got... Uh, well, that's what I was asking for. And if you've done that, then there's no I rule. Mean, yeah. Yeah, so I've copied that into myself and... And there's no rule. Yeah. You're fine. Yep. Okay, uh, that's good. Uh, Hickson. Yeah? You're just going to get asked a lot of the same questions, but you're going to get drilled more because you're a psyker. It's like, so, what uh, psychic disciplines do you know? I know biopsionics and I know metapsionics. You can detect other psionics? I can. Interesting. Where do you come from? What's your homeworld? That's <laughs> called. Ponular. Ponular. I'm uh, originally from Ponular. Same system as Bellator, right? Yes. Interesting. Uh, but that's not your home. That's your home plan, but that's not your home. You live elsewhere, my uh, reference to your show? Yes, I, uh, well, I was trained on Hukal at Hukal? That's not right. Hall. I was trained on Hall, and uh, then no, no, I prison served... installation. Yes, and then I served in the Bellator military for several years. Tour of duty as a biopsionic? Pardon? Tour of duty as a biopsion? Yes. Have you ever uh, come into contact with any known psionic fugitives? Bum, 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 I, don't, bum, bum. I don't think so, no. Okay. Uh, have you ever dabbled in uh, telepathy or uh, mental alteration psionics? No, that's not something that I have an easy time grasping. I'm more concerned about training the new generation and also helping people heal. Your access to metapsionics does allow you to restore artificial systems? Yes. Are you aware that your ship's captain is an artificial life form? They have tech level 5. Okay. <laughs> but I am. How does that make you feel? It doesn't. He's you don't feel? Captain. He's, a, <laughs> he's a good captain. He's very good at piloting the ship. Do you sometimes feel detached? Hanging around machines? So so often? Isolated? On a machine? No. I find You're it very on the interesting beach. and very life-affirming to, uh, to explore the galaxy. You're on the beach. <laughs> and you're sitting down. The waves are coming in. And you see a tortoise nearby. It's flipped over on its back. You flipped it over. Why did you do that? Hickson jumps across the room. Why did I do that? Why did you flip it over? It's baking in the sun. It's little legs pumping. <coughs> if I did that, I would assume that that's because there was a predator trying to crawl up from underneath. So I was trying to protect it with its own shell. You just did it because you didn't like it, though. I wouldn't do that. But you did. Why? Yeah, he, he like kind of just finishes jotting down his notes. It's like that's fine. That's good. Thank you for your time. <laughs> He's gave you a point contest. Did not jump across the room. Did not jump across the room screaming to murder me. <laughs> 
partial pass. I love how this guy said you're on a beach. You just fucking lost it. Look where those rats go away. Yeah. Uh, I know, Devin. I know right. what you like. So, I guess we need to roll to see if they discover the murderer on board. The the murderer that's on you guys. I would say he's <coughs> murderer, but yes, he's killed at least a few people. He's killed people. Alright. Uh, we'll just roll. Uh, high is bad. How do we make it so that they... How, how do we challenge this roll? How would you hide the, uh, the spark weaver? Intense tell or something? Or... So like, how would you hide him? And that'll help us determine the role. Hmm. Let's see, what do we have? With all those hides and all those Furbies, so maybe somewhere in the cargo... In the cargo they're going to inspect for Oh, no, he's a stowaway. Um, are they going to check our vent system? Because as we've discovered, Vampire those are very system. conveniently people-sized. We'll give it a once-over, but it's usually not a, it's usually not a problem. After okay, so we should basically. I don't have to pop the thing. Um, He's got a compad. He should basically. Well, they might check yeah. our log. Check your Wi Fi. Um, basically, if he can move wife. to a place that they've already inspected, like Magnetar's room, then that would probably <coughs> be helpful. I don't know how Magnetar feels about her space being invaded, but. He's a space invader! <laughs> Alright. Oh, cost an extra. You'll play the shell game. Uh, so, I guess we'll take a bonus from whoever has the best stealth score. Zero. Magnetar? Actually, actually, I believe it has zero. I don't have it. You don't have it. Ah, different systems. Where zero actually means something. Um, yep. Both Magnetar and Hickson have zero. Uh, oh. Magnetar is it's her room but hickson has a charisma bonus right, so hicksman you're playing interference hicksman hicksman so am i rolling here so 26. yeah 2d6 plus yourself plus your whatever charisma yeah plus one so 10. all right hey you're good hey, hey. lamau <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, you're able to shuffle uh, the Spark Weaver around the vent systems and whatnot, the Anti-Priest. Uh, at one point, it looks like they're like uh, they're inspecting kind of like a corridor he's currently in with his back to the wall. And uh, the dude just kind of turns the corner, and I guess you're looking over the shoulder, and the Spark Weaver just kind of makes a hand motion, and the dude just kind of looks around with the scanner and turns around and walks out. <laughs> he's the yeah, yeah, he's psychic. He technically is using the Space Monk class. He even has a laser sword. <laughs> oh my. Watch out, that laser will really mess up your day. <laughs> really mess up your day. Yep. And, uh, yeah, you guys get through. You get through the arduous process of almost getting uh, found out and having to flee. Like, oh no, they check us once and they register us forever, so that means next time we'll be just sending shit stuff over, they won't be checking that, so kind of point. Random inspection. Uh, whatever. It's about seeing if you're worth your, their time, which you kind of are. AI. An AI, a psyker. It's about keeping tabs, not about stopping contraband. Who the fuck cares about contraband? Unless Maltec. That's so rare. 
Let's look at this contrabass and the face melts like in Neon Jones. Yes, the <laughs> Ark of the Covenant. I mean, super radiation, Devin. Super radiation. Super radiation. Like the whole inside of the ship starts melting like an annihilation. Oh, which you haven't seen. You don't get the. Ref. <laughs> I don't get the joke. You don't get the sick ref dog. Oh no. It's a good movie. It's a scary, scary movie. Specific <coughs> Rim is out uh, soon. Specific Rim. Specific Rim. What do our listeners think of like how we slur words constantly? Can they not understand us at all? They can probably understand the words. <laughs> I don't know if Why? they make sense in uh, context, but... <coughs> what must they think? Yeah. Sometimes they'll be like hanging out with other people and like... I'll want to reply in a way that we would. And I'm like, I'm not going to say that because they're not going to get it. I'm just going to look crazy. Swirls before pines. Swirls before pines. You don't get it. You don't watch the cool stuff. You don't have a weird hodgepodge of 70s comedy and 90s TV shows. Oh, Devin. And just in-jokes. Just straight-up in-jokes. Horrifically in-in-jokes. <laughs> In-the-jokes. Fractally. I guess I'm not in. sorry, then. I guess I'm not sorry, then. Jesus Christ, Devin. But the chain will be broken. <laughs> or, like... <laughs> the vampire duel. Yeah. That just happened. Anyway... You guys get to leave the station and fly to your next coordinates. Where are your next coordinates, Peter? The Jolius system. Or the Solar system. Which is the, which is the planet that always confuses me? One of them is the other. Oh, man. We... <coughs> the Jolius system, and we're going to Solarius. Aha! Alright. How long does that take for you to get there? Mm. Like, three days total, I think. Three days? That's not bad with your new ship. Yeah. I mean, we're, mo we're moving at, was it, Spike Drive 8 levels? Jesus fucking Christ. Because <laughs> I bump it up by one from two to three, then I trim the course to, so it goes to four, and then start for it to ha half the time in half, so it's like traveling in eight. Fucking plaid speed, man. Yeah. You've gone plaid. <laughs> Alright, so you guys want to hang out with each other or in the mess hall or with <coughs> your crew member or your passenger? Yeah, I guess I'm we hang interested with. in getting to know these people too because he actually didn't know some of their names. <laughs> like bunch of just, everyone's a robot now except for him. Everyone's a robot! <laughs> I mean, the truth of my tank, they don't eat as much oxygen. It's <laughs> actually so, a really valid point. So if we ever get stranded, we'll survive longer. They don't take as much auction, and they don't count for customs checks, so we don't have to pay as much money. Uh -huh. So, sure. Yep. <coughs> okay. Alright, I don't know, maybe you guys are at the dinner table. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Taco's probably better and so on. Woo-wee, we're almost home. Yeah. So, what are you guys heading to? Oh, right, your uh, your sex robot. Oh. We're far trading, and that's on the side. Oh yeah, far trading's great. Great, great, great. Excellent way to accrue uh, things you can't get off world. You know, been really funny. What? When that guy was interviewing, he's like, "Have you ever been in contact with a known like psychic criminal or whatever?" I'm like, "Yes, he's on the ship. Please help us." lightsaber <laughs> through the guy's spine it's like are you breaking the circle <laughs> his hand starts burning up 
<laughs> like he's opening the guy's mouth with his hand <laughs> through the hole in him. So what's breaking the circle? Oh, uh, it's all fucking okay. Um, so we had this guy called Josh. Oh, it's a Josh I've, story. I've heard of. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of Josh. Josh is Stop joshing me. Yeah. Okay. So Josh was very new to gaming. Which meant he wasn't ruined by like D and D conventions and dumb gaming tropes or so cynicism. Was, or cynicism. So he was just a babe in the woods, right? Ooh, and uh, he wanted to kill someone else's character because they had wronged him, or he thought they had wronged him, and they were both vampires because they made a lot of bad choices, right? <laughs> so he's like, "No, no, it's fine, guys. It's fine, okay." And he, remember, he's just he's just talking off the top of his head how he justified killing this other player's character. He's like, "No, no, what, what I'll do is." Is at sundown, like at the full moon, I'll challenge her to a vampiric duel, and it's a vampiric duel, and no one is allowed to interfere because if they do, the, the circle will be broken. And he just he just made that up, like it wasn't anything. It was just something it was just came a out of his mouth. Statement that he, that his character is putting forth as fact, which is something that Devin does actually. But <laughs> I do it all the time. Oh I mean, God. it does make. sense. Quote unquote says, at least it's interesting enough. And Sounds like a vampiric culture thing. It's like, oh shit, yeah, the, the chain mean, will be broken. It was the drunk, the way he delivered it was the drunkest thing in the, the world. The chain will be the broken. The chain. Like he was like, like he had absolute certainty, like he delivered it with absolute certainty that this was a real thing to try and trick us into believing it was a real thing and he knew that. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a devonism thing. Oh yeah. And this wasn't in character. This is as a person. Uh, he was saying it to us. It's like, <coughs> if you interrupt the vampiric duel, the circle will be broken. And it was fucking amazing. I mean, there is some person that they're like looking at vampire record. There, oh, yeah. there are some merits like, oh, if you engage a duel or declare a duel and someone interrupts oh, yeah. you. Like, it works smite. in retrospect, but it's like, holy shit, Josh. He would do that all the time. He would claim that he invented the question mark or that he invented the piano necktie just off the top of his head to justify his bullshit to backpedal and try to make sure his character didn't die. That's fine. It, it's, it's good. It's great. 77. <laughs> yeah. Literally invented the piano necktie in a, in a fucking setting. Yeah, the character 77 was a character I used to play, and <coughs> in the game I played him originally, he invented the piano necktie in homage to how insane Josh is. Okay. You think, fuck you. I was. Tell me anything. I'll tell you whatever yeah. I want. You can't tell me. <laughs> I told us so. So yeah, that's that's where the circle will be broken comes from. Just Just wheeling it out. Oh, Devin. <laughs> Just bullshit. Like me when I convinced people the Earth was flat. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? No. We're not doing this. And then we did it. <sighs> Ships, when they get far away, get smaller. It's like, yeah, that's because the air's in the way, dude. It gets foggy. <coughs> Slap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh... <laughs> So Aethers is just a poor imitation of this wonderful player. <laughs> it's like a convergence of a bunch of different things that were happening at the time. Uh, Josh was great for that. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so you guys are sitting at the table with uh, yeah, the Sparkling Green. You were talking about something. <laughs> Far trading. Far trading. It's very useful for getting stuff uh, you know, you can't get in the world and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> we were using the far traders to uh, get weapons and uh, ship components smuggled to our world. Oh, cool. Which world was that? 
Uh, NVIDIA, I want to say. Oh. We haven't gone there yet, now have we, Hickson? It's a bit stuffy. But I, my soul transmigrated to NVIDIA when uh, I was born in this incarnation. So, hey, you roll with the punches. Kind of stuffy. Became a space pirate. Repelled some, uh, what do you call it? The Iscarian, the Star Empire, Eden. We repelled them. They invaded uh, NVIDIA a couple of weeks ago. And we just repelled them, killed them all, took their salvage. Uh, then we decided to invade uh, Is uh, Iscaria. Didn't go well. <laughs> I would imagine so. <coughs> yeah. Turns out, the strongest empire in the sector, you can't just invade. But I valiantly ran to the escape pod while the rest of the crew died. <coughs> With my swag. Oh my. And I got my face cut off. <coughs> Jeez. And I got a new face. And new blood. And uh, other things. I mean, I was there. I could not. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, Jeez. Well, that's some quite a tale. You bet. Crimes against the state. Yeah, I mean, that's a pirate life for you, I suppose. Oh, yes. It'll be great to head on back down to Solarius <coughs> and just gather up whatever anti-priest followers I can muster and, you know, just keep that crusade on going. Hmm. It's something to do. The old stuck-up priests on uh, NVIDIA are kind of big on it, so, you know, you do what you can for them. They're old, and they've been around a while, so you don't want to make them feel bad. They're immortal. Oh. That's interesting. They have ancient aesthetic cyber soul practices that keep them living long. Hmm, it's not like something we should visit, I guess he's going to love it. It's a bit of a war zone. Oh. Hickson doesn't want to go to a war zone. <laughs> I mean, everyone's a war zone these days. Hickson is curious about how they are immortal, but, you know. Steal the secrets of immortality. Yes. Now you have to be on the planet for it to work. Oh. Uh, they take advantage of the local biology and fauna and uh, some weird astrological events that are the same as where the element X comes from on Solarius, but it's uh, Black X. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, you want some? He like takes out a little tube, uh, like a, with a handle, and like flicks a switch, and a black laser uh, beam uh, sword comes out of it. That's like also humming. That's not how it works, baby. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Is it a? What does it do? He like flips in the table, starts cutting through it. On a table. That's it's great, right? That's expensive. <laughs> how, um, how? How? Uh, psionic technology. I'm able to maintain <coughs> it. He's like pointing like the, the open end into his eye, <laughs> into the tomb. <laughs> bit of psi tech, a bit of mal tech, or I don't know, whatever, tech tech. Whatever the old men call it, it's not important. Yeah, he like kind of unscrews the hilt and pulls out a few little shards of like, it looks like Element X, but it's black and it's humming and it's drawing light into it. He kind of just puts it on the table next to the searing marks in it. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Put that next to your brain. That does not sound like a good idea. 
Hmm, just cut the, the whole ship with that and it'll absorb all the radiation. It'll be stealthy. That was an idea we had. We were going to try and find an old, like, uh, asteroid of the stuff that might have crashed into the surface <coughs> from the belt around NVIDIA and coat our fleet in it and call it the Black Star Fleet. Oh. Why, uh, didn't that work? Yeah, it would have taken a while and uh, the war's happening now. We should look into it. Uh, the whole ship would be buzzing at all times. It'd be great! No! Buzz, buzz, buzz. Just absorbing the meta space into itself. Yeah, we have enough crew members that we could use cyber uh, tech to take out any of the defects and uh, fix any of the brain damage in the mutants. <laughs> That'll definitely degrade your DNA. Guaranteed. Can someone who is not made of flesh take that away? He like grabs it with his bare hand and like kind of just, you know, like tosses it and stuff. And like, He's Emotion may look like he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> he's on 77. Then he like, I don't know, grabs a cup with like a screw top and like pops it in and like, you know, screws it and like flicks it across the table at you. No, thank you. You don't want it? <laughs> well, maybe we can sell it. Right. I'll put it in like a display case. Sure. All right. Yeah, it's really neat. Sounds awesome. That and like some of the other one, they probably don't interact very well. Oh wow, do not put an element X near that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to put it next to the shelf. Next to the element X. That would have been a good thing to leave with. <laughs> okay, on the far side. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's classic, uh, oh, we, what's the word I'm looking for? Matter, anti-matter? No, 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 I was gonna say, uh, no, not fire and water. It's classic angel-devil uh, methodology here. If you put them too close to each other, they'll speed into each other and annihilate. Okay. You don't put your demons right next to your angels. Both. <laughs> heresy, heresy. <laughs> uh. Hmm, make some keychains out of that. <laughs> I don't know, we can test it out. Why haven't people weaponized it? They probably have. I mean, it's expensive, so, you know. Is it? I mean, the entire planet, like, everyone is just coated in it. That's raw and refined Element X, but, but Black X is harder to get a hold of because it's on NVIDIA. Yep. I wonder why one planet has nothing but the good stuff and one has only the bad stuff, and the bad stuff has the bad people on it, and the good planet has the good people planet on it. I mean, which is which? <laughs> eh, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, we've been to Solarius. What is Eeyore? What is Eeyore? <laughs> I mean, look at us. Two of us are dressed like fascists. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very dark game. <laughs> You're dressed like Sebations from Farscape. Nixon's <laughs> dressed like a Bajoran, basically. Without the stupid hat. <laughs> The Bajorans were evil in Deep Space Nine. Oh, shit! <laughs> shit! We're all Nazis here. The Bajorans were evil in Deep Space Nine. They bombed the school once. Man. Oh, her stupid face. Kaiwin. Oh, I hate her so much. She's like fucking Umbridge. Yeah, she is oh. like Umbridge. Ugh. Plus, you have an actual space pirate. And you're transporting literally the devil. The devil in human flesh. Plus, 
old slave trading you've been doing? A lot of it. <laughs> but I mean, it was always to put people in a better situation. So <laughs> I mean, was... <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you're going to justify it, colonist? That is how. I mean, yeah, we had to. It. We had to sell them so we could buy more slaves again and put them in better situation as well. You can just release them; they wouldn't have money for the next batch of slaves, and end there. Uh, <laughs> don't make Hickson think about it. <laughs> don't think about it. Here, put some of this next to your head. <coughs> it takes away all the bad thoughts. It feeds on them. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just put the darks, the dark energy on next to your head to not think bad thoughts. <laughs> oh. So, what are you guys doing after uh, Solarius? Probably Hal One. Oh, Hal installation. Yeah. The prison planet? Yeah. Huh. Didn't take you guys for criminals. Oh. I mean, you know, there's an academy there. Is there? Academy for what? Psychics. Really? Yeah. How interesting. Don't play <laughs> I mean, it's like two hexes away. They could jump there and invade. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know uh, there was a psychic academy just so in a prison planet. <laughs> What's the prison planet like? I've never actually seen who call on. Do you or uh, HAL installation? Do you have pictures? No! No, you're a teleporter, I bet. I mean, they can't teleport the whole system. He makes like a devilish smile. I know your tricks. <laughs> I know your tricks, Satan, and the snake's pervert. What? Oh my god, you've met Satan. Yes. The hologram Satan. Yes. This is a weird game. <laughs> Yes, Devin. We make it weird. You make it weird. Sure, Devin, you make it weird. It's like that picture of Lemongrab pointing at himself in the mirror when, he's a, when he finally finds out who's been ruining his life. Me? So yeah, hell installation. Where are you going after that? What are you, uh, what are you doing? What's the, what's the trade for? What's the money for? You must want something. More guns? I'm looking to just explore. Yeah. Really? I'm a cartographer. Oh. You know, some of my past memories uh, are pretty full of, like, locations and stuff that aren't on the, uh, the public maps for the sector. Past memories? Uh, I reincarnate. Remember, I'm like Paleo Lucifer. I assume that. Oh, wait! Have you ever seen uh, The Omen? Okay. So there's this loving family, and they give birth to a son who's really special, and he has to go to a special school for uh, kids who are also special. Uh, but then he's an orphan partway through it for no good reason. Uh, and then there he learns to control his powers and wipes out the old tyrant, and he becomes king of the wizards. Damien Potter. <laughs> I don't even know how to reply to that. It's a little like that. Yeah. The classic Paleo Terrence tale. 1,200 years ago. That's how kind of how it works, though. Whenever I die, I just kind of pop back in, but I keep my past life memories uh, stored away for uh, my next incarnation. How? Oh, technology, sci tech. 
Uh, there's a vault on uh, NVIDIA that I go to re regenerate in. So he's the emperor now. <laughs> I think I was an emperor at one point. I still have a feeling we're getting a new crewmate popping up right here. Oh, you don't want me around. I nothing but trouble, especially when the dark quakes happen. Oh no, what's uh, that? Dark quakes. Uh, if I get too <coughs> injured, it creates tremors in the local space area. Hmm. Really messes up the spike drive. Crashed our ship. Jeez. Yeah, bridge got hit. I took a took a bit of steel through the lung, couldn't deflect it, caused a quake, ended up crashing on the planet. This whole thing. Sounds like an adventure. Yeah. It was this really vivid and colorful adventure full of drama and tension and stakes. Just something you'd really want to kind of read about or maybe even play through in an interactive video game. <laughs> so what do we, your past memories of places help us? I don't keep them all on hand because there's a lot because past memories, but I don't know if uh, you guys want to help me out a bit, I could probably get you up Star Sharks. You have rudders, certainly. Yeah, you know, rudders. Those exist. Yep. So what do you need? Well, I kind of just lost my pirate crew, because they died. Affirmative ship crashing? Yeah. So I'm really looking for general resources to kind of scavenge up a new one. You guys probably can't deliver ships. You don't seem... Not yet, but tier 4 salvage and whatnot. Maybe. Oh, we're just going to call them by the tech level now, are we? I mean... It is an in-universe thing. That's what he's saying in-game. Yeah. He said that. It's like, okay, we're going to take the mysticism out. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. I could do a salvage. <laughs> Turn that into gravity cannons, whatnot. You know, I could use gravity tanks. Hmm. Gravity tanks. Aren't those steel fives? Oh, normal tanks. Yeah. Solarius doesn't have awesome defense against any <coughs> kind of tank. Yeah, we definitely could look into that. Like better run teams. What are you texting? We can't text seventy seven <coughs> from here or anything, so <laughs> we're probably still in drive space and so though. Yeah. It's like uh, we probably shouldn't be, be dealing literal deals with the devil here. <laughs> literal deals with the literal devil. <coughs> He's like He just have fallen angel, it's devil fine. of like it's... the people we're trying to be friends with. Even though they're garbage. <laughs> we're fun days. We have no morals. Garbage. <laughs> but yeah, if you could supply my side with, you know, just really easy to come by uh, tech and sneak by lines and drop it off, we can assemble that and use that to hold land and uh, resources on the planet and expand the resistance. I mean, paid a good amount of money to keep this resistance going. Cool. Well, but you know, we're traders, and if you're pirates, that usually means our ship might get destroyed or whatever the process or pirated on the way there. How can we make sure that it doesn't happen? Oh. Okay. I'm not a far trader. I don't know. How do you usually deal with that shit? I mean, if you have connection with the pirates, you put some good word up not to pirate us, I suppose, or... I'm sure all the pirates are dead right now. I'd have to check when I get home. Yeah. I think it was worth saying I tell future pirates not to shoot down our literal milkman. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I yeah. think that goes without saying. I mean... That would be awfully stupid of us. I mean, you do meet sometimes some subpar pirates, you know, the ones that are that well-organized. 
Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Supply us with weapons for the war. Okay. Looks like we're going back to Bellator. Ooh wee, wee, ooh wee, ooh wee. Dixon is not leaving the ship. <coughs> Magnetar is going to have a hell of a time. <laughs> guns, yeah, guns. Time. You guys can't touch me, assholes. Yeah, I can get you spike drive coordinates. Cool. There are some. There are some empires still out there, still running that aren't even on the local maps. I mean, yeah, so we heard. I mean, we've been to one of those. Mm. It's the uh, it's the singularity in the middle of the sector. It warps detection and uh, the general buoys that are sent out to kind of touch base and reestablish after the scream. So because it's there, it's a lot harder for the different empires to kind of reconnect. They can't go through the middle. Yep. It is a concern. Okay. I'll put that in our quest log. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You do that, Hickson. Gaius. <laughs> you all look alike. I mean, one of us is dressed fashionably, the other one... <laughs> I mean, he dresses distinctively, so he, so he knows who he is. Both of like us Devin wearing black. All black, wearing a happy face mask. Lightsaber. <laughs> a dark, evil lightsaber. From the evil planet of evil monks. Cool. Alright, well, that roleplay uh, scene ends. <coughs> Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> Back to Solarius. Yes. The happy place. You guys warp into the Jolius system. Yep. Yep. Uh, you guys head through the kind of middle space. Um, your sensors do pick up that there is debris in your, some of the celestial bodies <coughs> and planetoids and like space lanes. Mm -hmm. Looks like there has been combat in the sector. Yep. And yeah, when you eventually get to uh, Julius proper, or Solarius, pardon proper, um, do they have a fleet defending them? Um, let me check what's in the faction sheet. Sure, let me pause. So yeah, when you oh my god, we opened with your head. <laughs> so when you approach Solarius, there's actually a fleet like like around the, the planet, like doing maneuvers and has like a space uh, uh, dry dock or a space dock. Well, that wasn't here before when we last came here, like a half a year ago. Oh yeah, they've, uh, they're really big on this now. The whole ship thing. I think it's a little gauche, but that's shooting down with pirates. What? Well, the ships aren't look like they're made out of like the actual superstructure of temples and churches down there that they've like shored up and like sealed together and put into space. So or, it's or hammer. Yeah, but more more ridiculous. Like it's made of brickwork and metal, like bolted <laughs> onto it and stuff with windows that have been reinforced with like ceramics and stuff. So it was like treasure planet or something. A little like treasure planet. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fleet where they just ripped out buildings and old like high-tech structure underneath. Julius or Solarius and have thrown it into space. <laughs> Using like grav lift tech and stuff to bring it into the atmosphere to escape the gravity well. And they're, they've been like repainted and stuff and plastered and there's like wording on them and symbols <coughs> and hieroglyphs. Smiley face all around. Uh, sun symbols everywhere. Big brass and gold masks like pinned to like the, the, the hull and stuff. 
It looks like Cirque du Soleil in space. <laughs> well, I guess the Tavern Peas will there will be quite something in space. Ooh, we. What if we? Uh... Oh, they they won't be able to find you if we if we had searched. We'll be fine. I'll be fine. The best thing to do is search on planet, and by that time you could be already gone. Yep. Well, I guess we'll see you around when we land. You guys are being hailed by one of the ships. Uh, yeah, a frigate is moving towards you. Okay, we hail back. This is the PRS Lunalorn. Respond to your hail. Someone wearing a jewelry mask pops in. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Can you hear, hear me? you. Yes. Can you hear me? They, she has like a phone to her ear. Like with like a cable to it. Yes, we can hear you. Can you see me? Yes, we can see you. Okay, I'm, not, I'm not in the machine. I'm just on your screen. Yes, I understand. Okay, hello? Hi. All right, I just want to make sure I'm not leaving a message again. <laughs> They're right. new to this. Victorian era people going to space. Like, was the setting space 1890-something? Yeah. All right, identify yourself or be destroyed. This is the PRS Lunalorn. Uh, what am I supposed to do with that information? <laughs> Identify yourself. Don't tell me your name. I just need to know, you know, the gist. We're far traders. We're bringing trade from Iscaria. That oh, checks out. Okay. She hangs up. She's yeah. still on the camera, staring straight ahead. I turned it off. <laughs> I told him the connection. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. Jesus, we saw you just hijack the whole fleet. Just go and hack it and have junk. Junk. Garbage. Yes. They have so much element X. Load it into a <laughs> load it into a can and just shoot it out at them. I mean, then take a little bit of element X negative and toss Black that in. X. Then toss that in, add them, detonate it straight into their engines. Yeah, that existed in an old game we ran in in D D. It was called <coughs> Energon Cannon. <laughs> How it works is in D&D, you had these spirits of the, the elemental planes of positive and negative energy, and they were called energons. <laughs> and if you summon them next to each other and they get too close, they'll collide into each other and create a detonation based on their hit die. Okay. Now, if you were a high-level, 20-level summoner, you could use summon monster and go an energon really weak to summon. So you could summon a bunch of them at once of positive and negative energy, and they would immediately collide together and create a huge like 50d10 explosion. Okay. So all people did once they figured this out in our epic games was was build cannons, like big magic items that summoned thousands of energons. And the summon monster spell in D and D summons at a point in within line of sight, and it has a huge range because the monster <laughs> the monster appears where you summon it. So it's not useful to summon it eighty miles away. That'd be dumb. You need it right with you in the fight. But that's not how they used it. So the cannon, the person sticking out. I got summon. It was just a big tube that was like lined with like nozzles, basically, and all it did was summon like a hundred energon, fifty negative, fifty positive, at a point, and they would appear immediately, collide together, and detonate. Okay, so why didn't the cannon you could just cast it inside? Well, because the the cannon had like fifty like different castings of it going off at once. Okay. A wizard can only cast one spell a turn. So you just have a little bridge of 50 wizards. Yeah, but they, they didn't have 50 wizards for every ship. They just mass-produced magic items. Oh, okay. So instead of having 50 guys on a ship, 
they had one captain and like eight or nine of these constantly firing, never running out of charge, because that's how, not how magic items work. It changed the face of warfare. Uh, really, for good, like a combustion engine, a giant combustion engine. It really exploded. Yeah, oh yeah, no, that Energon tech became the new tech for that setting when they <laughs> found that loophole in the planes book. It was really, how was Epic Games got really weird. Because now causing aliens to explode into each other in chambers ran all the technology. <laughs> oh, look on your face. Like, just imagine, just constantly. And they, they look like Slimer from Ghostbusters, so they're constantly exploding into each other. Oh, that's so bad. And we're back. So, after that, you guys are able to land in uh, Solarius 1. Yep. The capital. The capital is missing large parts of uh, its city because it looks like it was harvested first for a lot of its like more rich technology and material to be thrown up into space. So there's like a lot of walkways and holes and like craters where like excavations have taken place. <coughs> it looks like they imported off-world excavation tools, like actual like backhoes and stuff. The, the the diesel and the smog is giving way to like electric like fusion engines and stuff that they're using on like machinery to rip up their city. Yeah, I mean the whole world is still TL two. Oh yeah, it is. yeah, just has little parts. L little parts to build enough to you know hold off on other factions. Bet you land and uh, oh man, do I have a song for a little happy happy phantom? Look at that! You're on Jolius! It's yeah. so happy with cobbles and orphans <coughs> all over the place. And cobbles and chimney sweeps. Still cleaning up after that debauched party they threw a couple months back. Always. Always. Yeah. But yeah, you land and uh, like as your the, the, the little walkway of your ship goes down, uh, do you guys are you guys walking off or anything? I mean, yeah. All right, the anti-priest, the, uh, the spark weaver walks off in his outfit with his mask on, uh, laser sword in one hand, unlit, and uh, you know, a little satchel in the other. And he just glide, like walks in front of you guys and all the people around just kind of drop their shit and like like jump on the ground covering their heads. <laughs> like duck and cover. Oh my God. Well, he's popular. He just, he just, well. I will keep in touch. I'll be easy to find because I'll have a church with probably an upside down smiley face mask on it covered in black. Okay. Look out for me. Remember, okay. I need those, he's whispering loudly, I need those war weapons. Yeah, we'll keep that in mind. Finger guns. He's finger gunning. <laughs> he's like doing like the finger gun, but it's kind of slow. He's finger gunning you guys and people on the ground a little. And then he just walks on off. <laughs> He even pulls the he even pulls the hammer down for his thumb. Finger gun, then slow reload because this is Victoria, you know. Weapons. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a thing. Okay, let's get this sex spot to where it needs to go and stay there. So you'll have to get in touch with seventy seven because there's no infrastructure on this planet. Nope. Keep reading the that bar. You go to the uncomfortable emoticon. Oh, the bar I met him at. It was a different bar. What was that bar called? Who remembers? 
Let's look at our notes. Yes, look at your notes. Red Rocket Square, I remembered. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you remembered after my dogs reminded you. Yeah, yeah, I remembered completely and agnostic of them. Remembered. <laughs> so you guys head down to the pub, Red Rocket Square. It is still there. And it's open. And there are people there drinking. They're drinking swill. There's little little newspaper boys and girls. They're all orphy and grimy, swarming around you, talking, saying the word governor. Chip chop, period. Sure oh yeah, they're pickpockets. They're stealing, like all small children. I'm gonna make sure that they're not. Like, are you they're... Magnetar? What are you? Probably Hickson. Yeah, I'm probably Hickson though because. I'm gonna give you both. I'm Magnetar just like protect little Hickson. Hickson, Hickson is protecting the ship full of the money. <coughs> Magnetar is protecting the ship full of the money. I guess yeah. This would be an excellent time to be to be stolen. Put up on fucking cinder blocks. Children just crawling all over the hull, peeling off the paint. Hello, you know, lost boy. Here's some, you know, weapons Here's from some... our weapon locker. Oh, yeah, the weapon locker full of guns. Yes. Full of submachine guns and stuff. Teal four weapons for all the crew. God. Anyway, yeah, no, they're trying to steal from you. No, I'm just shooing them away, using yeah. your psychic powers to push them away. <coughs> that kind of psychic powers. Should be a space monk. <laughs> anyway, the bartenders behind Red Rocket's glare. They are tending the bar. Oh wait, you're the far traders. We are. We're looking for 77. Aspirin 77? Yes. Oh, you haven't heard then. He says dramatically. She says dramatically. What? He's been kidnapped. Oh. Lovely. By who? Do we know who kidnapped him? Oh, we can't, we don't say their name aloud. Is it Sparkweaver? Like everyone kind of like makes that kind of hissing sound like someone just swore or said the word cunt. <laughs> to Is confirm. It? Okay, you're just going to say of course. Of course. Of course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Alright. Well, um, okay. Hmm. That's annoying. <laughs> they came in and they led an insurrection on the homeworld and... <coughs> in the capital city and, and took some of the high-ranking priests. Like, we, he just... He just got here. How did he have time to do this? Maybe the, he didn't do it. Maybe there are so many oh. spark weavers. No, there's there's uh, okay. <laughs> but he has worshippers. Oh, okay. Remember, he's he's as old as their religion. He has worshippers. Okay, I mean, you know he's what? Demagogue. You know what? This actually, if it wasn't actually him, this is probably easier because someone can just talk to him and be like, "Gimme." Hey, we don't care about him, but he's got five psychers and got this robot thing to trade it for the psychers. He's so my contact. He was the five psychers and we'll be doing this. <laughs> this is your and new he, contact. You're my new contract, Sparkweaver. The, the Lucifer Morningstar. <laughs> Another robot to be on our crew. I mean, I bet somebody here would like to buy it. <laughs> With like... Element X? <laughs> I, sure. Element X for sex. Sure, over. Just make a little brothel here, just with this robot there. It'll be good for 75 years. Pretty sure it's like software would 
<laughs> not be like that. Pretty sure it's like designed to bond to like one person kind of thing. Yeah. Let's get the reasons. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lobotomy. Lobotomy's everywhere. Anyway, the barkeep dramatically reveals that your contact is in danger, setting you up for the adventure next time on Black Star. <laughs> Ta -da -da! Credits! The credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Trek the original series credits roll as it shows Sparkweaver, a lonely man style, walking along the ruined city, <laughs> walking over one of the, the giant pothole crevices, and like debris coming up under his feet to make a walkway across. Fucking sifts. He's just whistling, like he's whistling the, the, the theme, like the ending theme credits. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Sith Lords. How do you know what a Sith Lord is, Chancellor Palpatine? How do you know that he specifically is one? <coughs> I'm very curious about all this information you know about Sith Lords, Chancellor. We should talk after we rescue you. We're not going to kill Count Dooku. I'm an educated person. Woo! Go fuck yourself. I know history. Anyway. I went to a private school. You went to a private school on Naboo. <laughs> on Coruscant. He went to a private school on Naboo. What? That's in his backstory because his backstory. Palpatine. Yeah, Sheev Palpatine went to a private school on Naboo. On Naboo? Why would... He was born on Naboo. Literally, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh... He was a nobleman born on Naboo. Like, he wasn't like a creepy space wizard that came from nowhere. He was like, uh, like a bureaucrat. Seems Sheev. 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 Uh, yeah. So that's some extended universe crap. It is extended universe crap. All of the extended universe crap. Even that guy, General Admiral Thrawn. Ooh. It's all garbage. Every last page of it. <coughs> yes, even the stuff with Mary Jade listeners. Yes, even the stuff with the Yuzhong Fong. Yes, even the stuff with Boba Fett. It's all garbage. And with that... <laughs> anyway, I was Devin. Nicole. And Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody, signing off. The Expanded Universe is garbage. <laughs>